We've been having a bit of trouble connecting with him over Zoom, but don't worry, we've got him now, everybody. Joel Corey. Hi, Joel. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, oh. we're going well, brother. You know what, Joel? <laughs> You're so famous now that with those technical issues that we just experienced, we're like, oh, my God, we can't keep Joel Corey waiting. No. That's how famous you are, no, Joel Corey. don't worry. You can keep me waiting. You had a banger playing as well, to be fair, so I was, I was enjoying it. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? We've been playing uh, all of your songs off the hook yeah. since um, probably the last four or five years, mate. It's been absolutely massive. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I mean, um, it's the first time I've been back in Oz since like two years ago, and even playing the clubs out here and seeing the records like connecting on the dance floor and the response has been absolutely amazing. Because obviously, I'm from the UK, which is the yeah. other side of the world. So when you fly all the way down here and you're getting that sort of reaction, it's uh, it's, it's mind blowing. <laughs> hey, Joel, I need to ask as an over employee about Head and Heart because we got our own ver- our very own version done. Yeah, we where, did. Yeah, where, where the line "Turn up the feel good" was given to you, and you guys kindly put it in the song. Is that the weirdest <laughs> request you've had? Um, and did you know what turn up the feel good meant? <laughs> no, do you know what we had, there, there was a version of Head and Heart, right? But when, when Head and Heart was like going for the number one spot in the UK, yeah. Jason Derulo was at number one. Yeah. And um, Evan E.K., who does the vocals in yeah. Head and Heart, recorded this whole version of, of Head and Heart that basically was like uh, a kind of a diss to Jason Derulo to get him <laughs> off number one. Yeah. And, and like they were playing it all over the radio in the UK and it, and it worked. We knocked him off the number one spot the next week. It was, it was all fun and games over. Um, yeah, so there's been a few other versions of Head and Heart, but I love the Nova one. Don't worry. <laughs> Oh, lucky. Yeah, um, lucky. Because otherwise this could have been a really awkward conversation. Um, I was going to ask you to um, explain what turn up the feel good means. <laughs> we don't know. Oh, yeah. None of us know. Maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, Joel, so when you're performing, uh, well, you're on the East Coast, as we know at the moment, but, but back at home and doing some of those big festivals, and I know you talk about dropping the bangers. Yeah. Are you try? How, how much is it, are you going off inside, seeing the crowd go bananas behind you or in front of you? Oh, look, I've been DJing since I was 13 years old. It's, it's my life passion. So I'm actually living my dream right now. And I know that's a bit of a cliche, but it's the truth. This is what I've always been like working towards. And now, you know, we're past the pandemic and live music is back and the festivals are back again. And now these records that I released like during lockdown, I'm actually getting to play them for the first time, really, in front of like proper crowds. And this is what I've always like dreamed about doing. Now, we do breakfast radio, so we get up super early, whereas you DJ, so you're up super late. Mm. Um, are you always tired? Because I look at your Instagram and I just think, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted for you. Are you always tired? Do you know what? I, I, it, you kind of just don't stop. That's the key. It's like when you actually stop, that's when it kind of hits you. So, like, my touring is, like, really constant. So, literally, as soon as I finish the, the, the tour here in Australia... I'm going back to America for Miami and then on to Cancun. Oh. It's, it just, it just ne- it never stops. But that's kind of like you just stay on this kind of positive energy and just go from gig to gig and loving it as well. Um, you know, like, as I said, I'm doing the thing that I love to do. So definitely just yeah. like keep it on that. You know, but that parting, man, that parting's yes. going to take its yeah. toll. Like those places yeah. you just you know known, you'd be it's absolutely that, cooked. The, well, that's the key, really, is just to have that balance of like, because I love to party, like who doesn't? But you can't do it every single night, especially when you've got flights every morning. Um, so it's about balance. You've got to pick and choose the times where you can let your hair down, have some drinks, get on the tequila. 
Um, but then you've got to choose those nights where you need to be oh. sensible and get, get to bed early. That's very so, uh, yeah, so, so you're there, you're <laughs> controlling an entire like gig, right? People yep, yep. are going off, people are getting yes. slaughtered. Chicks all over you. <laughs> Chicks all over you. And then you finish a set and 15 minutes later on you're in your hotel curled up Cup on the couch tea. watching Netflix. <laughs> Honestly, the crazy life of a DJ. I'm back, <laughs> I'm back having a cup of tea, <laughs> watching a bit of YouTube and going to bed. <laughs> Joel, um, over here in Australia, uh, when uh, most of the celebrities that leave our shores have been on Neighbours and Home and Away, right? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them want to deny their attachment to that show as well. Um, how do you feel about um, always being connected to Geordie Shaw? Because you're a completely different sort of person back then to the professional DJ that you are now. So is it hard for people to get past Joel from Geordie Shaw to Joel now? Um, Well, from personally, like, you know, I had the best time doing that and I'm really grateful for that experience of the best memories. Like in my early 20s, you know, it was a a great time in my life and um, doing the DJ and and what I'm doing now has always been my dream and the thing that I was aiming for. And there is obviously a stigma attached to reality TV um, and maybe there was a few hurdles and challenges that came up in the music industry that I had to kind of overcome. But to be honest, that was just like more motivation for me to work harder and, and prove myself. But I look back on that period of time as an amazing time in my life and just grateful that I got to be involved in it. Did you go on it, sorry, to, to get exposure for your music? Like what was the, was that the main driving force or did you just go well, on it because you thought it would be funny? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I was in my early twenties. Yeah. It was, you know, it was good fun. I was in a relationship with somebody that was on the show, and uh, you know, we got to go to like Mexico yeah. and came to Australia and got to go around Europe. I mean, what what lad would turn yeah. that down? It was it was good fun. But obviously, like they did give me a platform as well. Um, you know, at the time I was like, you know, you know, DJing around around the UK and doing my gigs abroad in the summer. And it definitely helped um, with a platform in that sense too, for sure. And, Joel, you mentioned the platform. And now, you know, your whole life, travelling around the world, uh, performing, doing things you love, you're mates with David Guetta and, you know, Jax, everybody you've been um, working with, collaborating with, Is that does that kind of blow your mind as well, you know, at that level? Oh, totally. Like these people are people that, you know, um, were my, my inspirations and they still are. Um, and, you know, Jax Jones, you mentioned, yeah. you know, I've become really good friends of him and, you know, went for dinner with him and his family and got to know him on a personal level, which has been the best part of it. And David, like you said, has become a really good friend of mine. Um, every time he's in the UK, we, we hook up and I've been to his house in Ibiza for dinner. And we're actually working on a new record that's coming out oh, very right. soon Come together. On. So you've got some, you've got some got more David and Joel yeah. music coming. Great. <laughs> you shouldn't be too far away from an Ed Sheeran collaboration then because surely that'd have to be on the cards, wouldn't it? Oh, listen, Ed would be like a dream collaboration for me. And I actually met him at the MTV EMAs and we had a beer after because he invited me back to his after party. And um, he he told me he's like a big fan of what I'm doing. He loved Head and Heart. He loved Bed so much. And um, then he said it in a radio interview as well, which was like, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Ed Sheeran is talking about me. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we talked about getting in the studio together as well. So, as soon as we can both make that date, it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. All right. Good on you, Joe. Good on you, mate. Nathan, Matt and Sean is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcasts.com.au.